Welcome to Hidden Gems, a special series of the 3 and 30 podcast. I'm Rachel, and I often talk about uncovering the magic and finding the flecks of gold in our motherhood. Well, our library of almost 300 podcast episodes is a treasure trove of information and inspiration, but it might feel intimidating to sort through it all and find the hidden gem that you need right now within your motherhood journey. So as part of this new series, each Thursday in April and May, I'm going to uncover a hidden gem from our podcast archives for you. These episodes will consist of one takeaway from one of my favorite previous episodes of 3 and 30. I hope this will be a quick midweek nugget of wisdom for you. And if you want to hear the full episode, we will, of course, link that in the show notes. This week, we're sharing an excerpt from episode 174, Why to Try a Creative Hobby Even If You Think You'll Stink at It, with Lisa Funk. Lisa is the founder of Hand Lettered Design, and she's a mother of four. She has struggled with depression and anxiety and has discovered a variety of tools that have helped her reclaim her happiness and her mental health, namely through creativity and hand lettering. I love how this takeaway goes along with Allie Roper's episode that aired on Monday about why to continue learning as a busy mom and that your brain is not mush. I knew I wanted to air this takeaway from Lisa as more encouragement that creating and learning just for fun is so important. We want that for our kids, and this takeaway gives you permission to want that for yourself as well. And while Lisa focuses on creating with your hands, I believe that you can apply this to reading, writing, listening to a podcast, or learning or creating in any way that brings you joy. I hope this excerpt gives you encouragement, permission, and even a laugh as she talks about her love and commitment to dance parties at home, not because she's particularly good at dancing, but solely because dancing is fun for her. Before we jump into that excerpt, I am so excited to tell you about a project I've been working on behind the scenes. Who has been listening to 3 and 30 long enough to remember my workshop, Declutter Your Motherhood? I loved teaching this in-person workshop pre-pandemic, and I'm so excited to announce that I am finally turning it into an online workshop that will be available for purchase in the next month or so. By way of background, I taught this workshop to in-person groups many times in 2018 and 2019, but I had to cancel my workshop in March of 2020 for obvious reasons, and then I had to cancel my workshop in April of 2020 as well because lo and behold, the pandemic was still raging, and then I decided to put the workshop on hold indefinitely while I tended to other aspects of my business and a year of virtually schooling my kids. Those were such crazy times, weren't they? Last year, I realized that I wanted to bring back the workshop, but I wanted to create it as an audio course that women from all over the country and world could listen to on their own time and learn the best of the best of what I've learned about decluttering your motherhood like you would declutter a Pinterest-worthy closet. The workshop will all be released on a private podcast feed so you can consume it at your own pace, and it includes a PDF workbook to help with deep thought work and reflection as you learn. I have to say these past few weeks, as I've been working hard behind the scenes to prepare this workshop, the wonderful memories from hosting it over a dozen times have come flooding back to me. I've really missed teaching it and learning alongside the amazing women who attended, and I just can't wait to offer it to you in this new format. It's such a fun and impactful workshop, and if you want to get on the email list to stay up to date on when the course will be released and all the details to come, All you need to do is text the word WAITLIST to 33777. That's the word WAITLIST, W-A-I-T-L-I-S-T, to 33777 for more details to come soon. I simply cannot wait. Okay, without further ado, here is this week's hidden gem from Lisa Funk. 
So my first takeaway is to create for the process, not because you're good at it. So I think that there is a stigma with creative hobbies that we should only do them if we are immediately good at them or if we are committed to working our butts off to be good at them. Like it has to be with the goal of I'm going to be really good at this or I'm going to try it and see if I'm really good at it. Mm. But what if we just decided that we could choose things that we enjoy doing even if we aren't the experts right away or ever. So the example that I like to use here is that I love to have dance parties with my kids or by myself or with my friends. If you come over to my house, we can have a dance party. (laughs) And let's just be very clear. I am not a good dancer. Like by any stretch of the imagination, no one has ever told me that I'm a good dancer because I'm not. (laughs) And I don't plan on improving my dancing. I don't plan on ever, I mean, I'm not saying I couldn't ever take a class. Sure, I could if I thought it was going to be fun. But I don't do this because I plan on being on stage or having a career or showing off my dancing to anybody else. But I do it because it's fun. I love dancing for the experience of dancing. And it's super fun for me to do it, even though I'm not quote unquote, good at it. So I just use that example, because how many of us do like to just dance Or maybe I like going for walks. Am I like really good at walking? I don't know. Who cares? I love the experience. And so I keep doing it because it's fun and I'm not doing it for the end result. And so I think that's something we can relate to a creative hobby. I think it's a totally different way to approach creative hobbies is, is this something that I can enjoy doing? And not only do it if I'm naturally good at it. And sometimes it takes a little bit of mindset shift and some thought work to be able to enjoy something because we've been so conditioned that we should only do hobbies if we're good at them. Yes, for sure. And I think that, you know, with our children, it drives me crazy when my kids won't try something new because they're not immediately good at it. Or they try it and then they just give up right away because they're not immediately good at it. And I'm like, come on, that's not how life works. Just keep trying. Just enjoy it. And yet, I do the same thing. And it's almost like I've given myself permission. Like, I'm an adult now, therefore, I only have to do things that I'm immediately good at, which isn't true. Just the benefit that comes to our kids from trying new things, it's the same as the benefit that comes to us. And I also think that really goes back to we are willing as moms to invest in our kids having new experiences. Oh my gosh, 100%. And gaining new hobbies and trying things. And we don't say to them, well, are you going to be a concert pianist? If not, I'm not paying right. for these piano lessons. You right. know, and yet for ourselves, we're like, I can't invest in that class or those materials for this hobby because I'm not going to use it for a job. I'm not going to sell it somehow or when really we should be giving ourselves the same permission we give our children to explore and learn and grow and just enjoy something meaningful and fun. Yeah. And think about like when your kids are creative and your kids are super creative. I love seeing all the things that you share. When my kids do creative things, it just fills me up. I just love it. And how many of us are like, I love it when they're off their screens and they're using their creativity. They're creating things. But can we say that for ourselves? <laughs> like, I'm yeah. as guilty of, as anyone of being on screens too much. Yeah. I just need a parent. I need someone to be like, oh my gosh, I'm so proud of you for getting off of your screen and being creative. But yeah. I have to do that for myself. I do. Yes. I kind of have to nurture myself in that way and say, your creativity matters too. 
Mm-hmm. You doing something new and interesting and fun and out of the box and allowing yourself that freedom to just be creative is so important because I really do believe that we are born creators, that we were created to create. It's part of who we inherently are and that when we do create, it just helps us to come back to ourselves and connect with ourselves, especially when we can embrace doing it for the process. And I love looking at like my little two-year-old, he will just grab a marker and a big old piece of paper. And he's just making these beautiful scribbles. And he is not looking at me saying like, does this look good? You know, Mm -hmm. are we gonna send this into the Smithsonian? You know, he's just doing it for the process, because it's enjoyable. And I think if we could all embrace the idea that we can do things even if we don't think that we're good at them, we can find a lot of enjoyment from it. Yes, absolutely. Isn't Lisa so encouraging and fun? If you want to hear more from her, be sure to check out the full episode linked in the show notes and be sure to subscribe to the show by hitting the little plus button in the top right corner of your podcast listening app so you can be notified of new episodes every time they drop. I'll see you back here Monday for our full 3 and 30 episode and next Thursday for another hidden gym. Be well, my friend. I'm rooting for you.